hello, listener to the Home Time Show, but actually you're going to get audio from this morning's breakfast show. Ooh, what a way to sell it. <laughs> uh, look, do you know what? One thing that we don't cover off in the uh, recording of the show that you're about to hear in the form of a podcast, one thing that we don't cover off really today is that, aside from a show in a park in Brentwood, this is the first time that you and I have done a show together in a radio studio since March. It's mad, isn't it? It's, we kind of get lost up in, you know, the fact that it was like 4.40 in the morning and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. You forget that this is the first time we've been broadcasting in the same studio, back in these, within these four walls. Yeah, exactly, and like pressing buttons. And there's been moments where both of us have gone, oh, yeah, that does that, I've forgotten about that. I, I'd forgotten I don't know, 40, 50% of what all these things do. <laughs> I'm still running at quite a low percentage knowledge base, but... For quite a clever guy, you're... The capacity of your brain sometimes shocks me because you've you've no you've you've admitted. Can I use that on my LinkedIn profile? <laughs> if you want, you've admitted to me before that you don't know what eighty percent of the buttons do on the dashboard of your car. Haven't got you don't even use them. And you've just admitted that you've forgotten what fifty percent of this radio studio does. Going back to the car thing, the only time I've ever used any of the buttons on the car are the volume only to pretend to my ten-year-old that I, it's a ghost <laughs> or I can control the radio with my mind. But um, I tell you, I have another thing as well. You, do you have this scenario where I, I've only got a limited amount of space to remember stuff so if, if someone tells me something and then I have to remember something else it tapes over that bit of knowledge <laughs> you've got a VHS brain I've got a VHS brain Absolute Radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio's breakfast show it's Bush and Richie looking after it this week whilst uh, Dave and Matt take a break uh, they've left us to look after Glenn and Emma which we'll do our best to as well how are you guys? Hi alright thanks. thanks how are you? Uh, so how are your bank holiday weekends guys let's start with you Glenn what did you get up to over the bank holiday weekends? Well I feel really smug because on Friday I went to I sat outside a pub with some friends and uh, we had we had dinner and then afterwards we all decided everyone decided they were going to have dessert I decided not to and everyone got brownies I didn't and uh, everyone got food poisoning and I didn't oh. you can't get food poisoning for brownies brownie. I know right Emma's yeah. bringing, Emma brings brownies in all the time maybe you because very poisoning. ill we get Emma. no not from my cooking why would you how could you get food poisoning from a brownie I've got absolutely no idea but I'm not going to ask any questions I'm just very grateful to be here right now that's what happens when you go to Amsterdam anyway. <laughs> <laughs> why did you not have dessert in, who doesn't have dessert well, I don't want to get food poisoning very good point he's got a really good point <laughs> who's, t- who's eating Eating out and turning down food when it was the last day of eat out to help out. You were. Yeah. You were it wasn't on a Friday, Richie. No, come oh. on, you've got to get the rules. Now right. you see, here's the thing, Glenn. Yesterday I had my first ever on the final day. I had my first ever <laughs> eat out to help out because because we normally live in home time hours. Eating out to help out hasn't really been a thing. But you've, no, you've, you've mixed up a term. Eat out to help out was Monday to Wednesday. What's happened is you've just eaten out. <laughs> and a friend of mine has done this with bubbling as well. She's just uh, she's used the word bubbling to just mean socialising your friends. So she's like, uh, later on I'm going to bubble with some friends and tomorrow I'm going to bubble with my parents and then later on I'm going to bubble with on a day. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so, how are we doing all right? We're just trying to get a handle on how everyone's feeling this morning. I feel like people, are, a lot of people are going back to work today, so you might be sweaty and scared. Don't worry about it. We'll get you through it. A lot of other people are going through the same thing. Uh, obviously, trying to find out everyone's bank holiday weekends were. Uh, Emma, I was just teasing people there just before that song that uh, I wasn't watching you in a weird way on Instagram. I was just kind of finding out what you've been up to because you always do nice things. And you were in some kind of country setting. What were you doing? Yeah, I was um, in Leeds at the weekend because, oh, you know, we can't go on holiday anymore. So I went on holiday to Leeds. I've been on holiday this year to Leeds and North Wales. So oh, that's wow. 2020 in a nutshell. There you go. What about that? It looked like um, it looked beautiful. It looked like you were out, outside. I thought you were in Italy to start with, but it turns out you were in Leeds. Just Leeds. Yeah, no, it was really nice. We were lucky. It was um, really sunny, cold, but sunny. Um, I'm not used to the weather up there. Here's the thing, right? I reckon we need to be a little bit more optimistic and a little bit more positive about your staycations, right? You were in Leeds, but you said it was lovely. I went to Southend on Sunday. I know a place that uh, you and Bush both know very well, right? Yeah, I hadn't really been there. I thought it was fantastic. And if you squinted, all right, if you if you, if you you really used your Close your eyes. <laughs> not, not close them. I promise you, it could have been the south of France. Honestly, right, I, I did a little bit of a video as I was cycling along Southend Seafront with our 10-year-old the other week, all right, and it was going past the palm trees, and it looked just like the opening sequence to Miami Vice. That's the thing, you've got the old palm trees there, it really could be yeah. some fantastic destination, and it, and it was. So I reckon, I reckon we should all get in touch today and say where you've been, but what it could have been like, all right? So, you know, I would say, oh look, you know, I could have been in the south of France, but actually I was in South End. Well, and, and uh, a friend of mine was, was down in the neck of the woods where I'm from originally, down uh, in Torbay, or Torbados, uh, Babacar. <laughs> near Torquay. Yeah. Squint, half close your eyes, you swear blind, hanging gardens of Babylon. Jason says here, morning boys, uh, windsurfing in Western Supermare, we've been out in Western Super Maui instead, that's what we're calling it. Swear blind, <laughs> you were in Maui. Uh, Glenn, were you in anywhere this weekend, bar dodging food poisoning? That yeah, you think do you know what, there's, 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 a, there's a church about 15 minute walk from my flat and it's sandwiched between two other buildings and it's painted completely white from the front and it's got like some sort of figure, like some, some sort of uh, carved figure at the front of like Mary or something like that. Mary or something. Uh, yeah, and it makes you feel like you're sort of in the Vatican or you're in <laughs> Portugal or something like that. <laughs> Swear blind you're in the Vatican. I'm wearing sandals. <laughs> there you go. See, you don't, you don't even need to go abroad. Just use your imagination. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We do a podcast each and every uh, day, and it's normally we're normally on home time between four and seven in the afternoon stroke evenings, and we do our podcast after that. We've got a podcast this week as well. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like we need to refresh the song? We you normally have a song at the end of our podcast. We've had Bill Bailey doing it. Uh, Huge Davis, the uh, the comedian, did one for us and that. But uh, at the moment, have we got anything on there? Is it just does it just end during lockdown? Oh, this is going to sound so bad. I'm going to take a stab at this during lockdown. I I think we had a listener called Anthony. I may even have got his name wrong. Uh, that, oh, uh, yeah. that that created one for us, uh, and it was a valiant, a, a valiant attempt. It's great. It, all right, it's great. Um, <laughs> but of course, you know, during lockdown, when you're working from home, everything's hard to do. So yeah, I think politely, it's it's, it's best time to refresh things, isn't it? Yeah, and Richie and I were, were looking through our little uh, little black books of uh, you know. You know what rock stars do we know? Is there any celebrities we can call a favour on? And then we happen to see a picture of Emma Jones playing guitar and think, thought to ourselves, <laughs> this could be the opportunity. Now we don't we don't know anything about your guitar playing. How is that going? How long have you been playing? 
Um, it's been a week and I can do um, three chords. What chords so, can you do? Uh, Status song. It D is. A and E. The basis of any good blues yeah. pro progression in many ways. Because I figured if I learned those three, I, I would be able to play a song at least. Down the line, who are you looking to emulate in your guitar career? Who's your kind of icon? Oh, you know, Mark Knopfler. Oh, yeah, him. Bit, Just, of, bit uh, of him off Dire Straits. Yeah, okay. yeah casual. Right. Get yourself a little sweatband and all that kind of stuff as well. <laughs> so, well, this is the, the reason we, we are bringing this up is that uh, Richie and I were hoping that by the end of the week, maybe, if you're up for it, you might uh, help us collaborate on making our own song for the end of the podcast rather than us relying on anybody else. Would you be up for that? Um, uh, becoming a recording artist. You can tell people you are a recording artist. Good luck with that. If I can come up with a song by the end of the week, then you'll have done well. Hey, you don't have to do that oh. all on your own. I mean, I mean, the idea of uh, having spent one week learning guitar and then having to play it on national radio is genuinely <laughs> the content of bad dreams that yeah. people have. It's a nightmare. Although, there's so many bands that you get CDs from on a weekly basis and, oh, please, is there any chance of getting our single played on the radio? Yeah. Mm. You're going straight in after one yeah, week on guitar. I so I've not bad. heard anyone say say no at this stage. That's a good point. At this stage. <laughs> yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think it's on. It could be on. I believe we can say with confidence we've just signed Emma Jones up to play guitar on it. Is Absolutely, that yeah, yeah. Sure. With That's her fancy. three chords. Okay. She, she signed on the dotted line. We're, we're just looking at, um, you know, how we can incorporate Glenn into this. Glenn, don't take this the wrong way. We were thinking, we're looking at you, we're thinking percussion. Okay. You're a percussion guy. Yeah, I have no no percussion experience. Well, I uh, I bought these two little green plastic eggs for my two-year-old daughter, Thea. Okay. Uh, and they've got like, I don't know what they've got in them, like little grains in them, but you can shake them and it makes a cracking little background noise that you might go... Chuk, 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 chuk. Like a maraca. A little bit like a maraca. Yeah, it sounds difficult to get wrong. <laughs> what he's saying is if a two-year-old can do it, you can do it. Pretty much. Okay. I can, so I'm, a, I'm available on a free transfer. Guitar, so and Glenn gets to shake a maraca. It's, it's the, shaking maracas is quite difficult. If Glenn goes off beat, the whole thing's thrown out. Of Absolutely. Yeah, I'm integral. He isn't. Well, yeah. Dan in Dartford has texted and says, "Learn Metallica, nothing else matters. That can be done in a week." Oh, Emma, that'd be so good. Okay. Well, this is it. Any suggestions for a song? We genuinely want to record a song that will end our podcast. If you've got any song suggestions, we are open to all offers and well, help. Any that are famously maraca heavy. Mainly <laughs> <laughs> maraca heavy. Something to do with Bez. Uh, Ray's tweeted to say, we should play Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, uh, which I think we just played a little bit earlier on on the show. He says it's three chords. It's dead easy. Hey, that's, uh, that's right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, no, I have heard that's a, that's a beginner's one. Uh, just so I would need to write these down, what are the three chords you can do? D, A and E. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We've got visitors at the moment. Uh, my sister-in-law, Hannah, and her fellow Andy are staying with us. Uh, and this sounds odd, but I'm obsessed with their next-door neighbours uh, because they, they're from Whitley Bay, and they were just, we were just saying it's really good to get on with your neighbours and makes life a lot easier, etc. Uh, and I asked them what their neighbours are called, and their neighbours are called Lynn and John. And I was thinking, man, that is a, they are strong neighbour names, aren't they, Lynn and John? Like really dependable neighbour names. Oh, so you said Lennon John. Lennon John. Lennon John. Like McCartney Paul. No, no. This is this is Lynn. <laughs> Lynn and John. And uh, I don't know what it is, but there's like a there's almost like a uh, a type of name that says to me that's that's a neighbour name. That do you know what I mean? Yes. So what about this hour of the show? Try and find out the ultimate neighbour names in the United Kingdom right now. If you've got people living next door to you, they've got classic neighbour names. Get in touch. So for example, for me. We've got Simon and Meg. 
They're quite cool. They sound quite cool. It's that's not traditional neighbour as far as I'm concerned. With all John, due respect, they sound more cool than dependable. Exactly. That's no Lennon John. No, it's not, no. So who next door to you, Richie? What have you got? Michael and Rebecca. See, Michael, neighbour, might complain about parking or something. <laughs> Rebecca sounds too cool and groovy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Liam has tweeted to say Tony and Sharon. That's a cracking yeah. set of neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very neighbour. Uh, Nicola says, this is a good this might be the current leader. Even slightly eclipsing Lynn and John, uh, Nicola Johnson's tweeted the show to say her neighbours are called Pam and Gary. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, which sounds like prison slang or something. Do your neighbours have names that just scream neighbour? Uh, Andy in the Midlands says he does. Roy and Betty. Roy, Roy. always put in the bins back by the house after they've been emptied. I'd say they're very solid neighbour names. He's a stickler for bins, Roy. <laughs> Real stickler. Uh, Judy, who are yours? Dom and Dawn. Dom and Dawn in the bungalow. That is amazing. <laughs> they sound brilliant. They sound like dependable neighbours. Uh, tell us a little bit about them so we can get to know them. Um, they are absolutely fantastic. If anyone ever needs a favour, to go to them too. They've got every tool you could possibly want to borrow, ever. Um, they're just brilliant. Really, really sweet. I love that. So what, Dom has got uh, every tool uh, under the sun in his, in his garage, is he? Yeah, it's the most messy, organised garage you've ever seen. So... On a, a monthly basis, they'll take everything out, as folks do, and put it all back in again. <laughs> do you think they're more dependable because they've also got names that start with the same letter? For example, if it was Dom, Dom and Louise, good point. then I think you'd think, I don't no. trust them. I don't <laughs> trust those two at all. That's a really good point. It's, it's the fact that they sound like uh, uh, some form of power duo from CBeebies. They, they totally are a power duo. Cheers, Judy. Right. Uh, Lisa says, I've got a Colin both sides. Both wow. in their late 40s, early 50s, living with rarely seen parents whose names I don't know. That's known in the trade as a DC, a double Colin. Uh, James <laughs> says, Shakadima supplies. Get out of town, James. Uh, Andy says, Joan and Graham, plus on the other side, Pauline and Terry. Ross, tell us your neighbours' names. It's Dick and Sue that live next door to us. We've got a small holding. Um, I heard that rumour. Yeah, <laughs> small holding. Yeah. They've got quite a big farm next door, and um, he's just your typical textbook farm with the big old mutton chop sideburns. And he's, he's always looked the same to me, even from when I was a little kid. He hasn't changed. Well, they don't do they, farmers? You know. Do um, farmers get the chance out? to be neighbours though? Because like, you can't put a bin out if you're a farmer. I mean, yeah, you know, how's that work? What's the What's the deal oh, there? No, no, I know. Um, but he's always just been exactly the same. Whenever we've had a bit of machinery stuck in the field, oh, let's ring Dick up. He'll come over. You know, he, yeah, yeah. Is his name nice. Vic or, or Dick? What's this guy's name? Dick. Vic. Dick. Dick. All right, Dick, Richie, yeah, I don't Dick. have a pop. We're back together for the first time in months. Um, uh, if I was to get on his land and try nick apples, what would his reaction be? Would he chase me off? He's got a fork, a pitchfork. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a big fork. Yeah, you wouldn't mess with Dick. Right. right. Don't mess with Dick. Not going to mess with him, <laughs> that's for sure. Thanks very much, mate. Take care. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Here's a question for you. Um, obviously, um, uh, back to work, back to school properly in the strangest of circumstances next week. So, few people still sort of away at the moment. Uh, I've been looking after my neighbour's cats uh, for the last few days. Oh, what are their names again from earlier on? <laughs> Michael and Rebecca. Okay, Michael and Rebecca. The cats. Uh, uh, no, the, <laughs> the neighbours are Michael and Rebecca. That'd be great if they were called that, wouldn't it? Oh my goodness, I'm about to make a, um, a confession. I don't know the name of the cats. 
What kind of cat sitter are you? Yeah, they're yeah. just there. How do you call them for food if you don't even know what they're called? I don't. Do, do I, you give them names? I go in and I put the uh, I put the food down and then I walk out. Richie first no frills pet feeding <laughs> service. <laughs> I've got a name for one of the cats, but I honestly cannot <laughs> say it on the radio because it's probably very wrong. I'd lose my job. Um, however, here's the thing, right? Because I have the key to the house and I'm looking after the cats, when I ran out of washing up liquid yesterday, I decided the resourceful thing to do, rather than go to the shops, no. was to pop next door and take theirs. You are kidding me. That is... I think that is actually stealing. Is it stealing? It's burglary. It's burglary. It's actually burglary. Well done, Glenn. Yes. I don't think you can burgle washing up liquid. Yes, you can. Yes, You've you taken can. it from a, a neighbour's house. That's some. That's some. You had access. A you had motive. A neighbour's house who have given me the key and express permission to go in and keep two living things going for a couple. So of days. what did they say? Feed the cats if you could wash away and help yourself do anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while you're at it, wash your, wash your own plates. Come on, <laughs> treat yourself. They never said help yourself to stuff. But they did say they were going to bring me back some fudge from Devon. Okay, fair enough. It's just like a parlay going on. So, what is your plan? Are you gonna are you gonna replace the bottle? Are you, have you just taken a bit out and put it in like a cup to borrow it? What's the deal with the washing up liquids? No, at the moment, their their Wilco washing up liquid is on the side in our kitchen. Bold I noticed the, the one you'd run out of was Fairy. Yes. And, and you replaced it with the uh, the shop's own brand. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> in, in this case, beggars can't be choosers mm. because I was going into their house to take their washing up liquid. Okay, so... I... I'm very uncomfortable with this. I feel I feel complicit in the crime now that you've told us. Like, what are we supposed to do? I am interested in the uh, in the room's uh, opinions on this because there is obviously, you know, there's there's there's, there's got to be a borderline somewhere. I, I I asked social media yesterday, and people seem to say that when you are let into someone's house and you're looking after things, that you know you can kind of run riot. <laughs> Matt said here, we've just finished looking after a friend's parrot for the week. He's wow. gone home repeatedly shouting Arsenal and mimicking the sound of a can of Stella being opened. I'm very proud of myself. This is terrible. I mean, not only do you not even know the pet's names, you're now saying pretty much if you if you have agreed to look after something for someone, it's fair game. Anything else in the house? Tessa says, totally accepted behaviour. When my neighbour feeds my cat, it's an unspoken agreement that she is welcome to help herself to milk and bread. Y- yes, to help yourself within the home, but to remove yes. items. <laughs> from their house. Why don't you just take the settee? Pauline (laughs) says, I've been looking after my brother's cat for the weekend. I've eaten the last of their cereal. This is, uh, we are involved on a burglary here, folks. There's no (laughs) two ways about it. I'd be on your side if you said that you decanted the washing up liquid. If you poured it into like your own cup that you brought along and you took that back home, that would be fine. But the fact that you removed it... (laughs) You've deprived them of washing up liquid. Uh, we need some clarification here before we move any further in this show. What is the legality of what Richie has just done? This is the new Making a Murder on Netflix, if you're listening. <laughs> Jason has texted and says, I reckon it is an unwritten rule to take minimal amounts of stuff from a neighbour's house who's given you a key to look after their pets. If they are tight enough to not pay for kennels, wow. they should expect the sitters <laughs> to help themselves. This text here says, Bush, Richie, I watered my neighbour's garden while they were away. I found their huge and very cool paddling pool. So we bought it home and used it for the week, cleaned it and then put it back. Can you believe the cheek of these people? Uh, If you've genuinely, if you've done something while someone else has been away, we want to hear from you on uh, this show this morning. Uh, But we've got someone who might be a bit of an authority on the line. His name's Jez. Jez, what do you do? Yeah, I'm I'm an ex-police officer, so... To commit burglary, you've got to enter the premises as a trespasser. Right. And to commit theft, you've got to intentionally, permanently deprive the other of 
the item. So if he intends to return it or replace it, then there's no no offence committed because he's been given permission to go into the property. Um, he's borrowed the washing-up liquid and uh, he's going to replace it. Do, so, you mem- do you remember in EastEnders when Arthur Fowler was looking after the Christmas club money? And then he, and he and he nicked it. That, this is Richie's uh, the equivalent of, of Arthur Fowler because he's been given that on trust and he's taken their their washing up liquid. What? How long stretch are we talking here? A couple of years or what do you think? Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Lock him up. Throw away the key. Jess, Jess, before I ask a couple of questions, once a police officer, do you still? You're, you're an ex-officer now. Uh, do you yeah. still have powers of arrest? Um, I don't know. It's all changed now because the old used to be Section Twenty Five and everything. I mean, I left ten years ago. Well, we'd give it a go if you're able to come to central <laughs> London. I have the keys and they've asked me to look after the cats. So I think we've ruled out there's no burglary committed because I'm definitely not a trespasser. Yeah, you've got permission to be in there. Yes. Okay, so he's got until the end of the week to put the bottle back uh, and, and replace it. If he doesn't, he's technically a fugitive, yeah? That's it, yeah. What if I decant with a lesser uh, own brand? <laughs> cut, cut it with some other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, that, I think that'll come down a civil thing when this time of year between, between you guys. Oh, you're going to be on Judge Rinder. Man. Fantastic. It's going to be so good. <laughs> uh, we've got Lee hanging on. Oh. What did you borrow from your neighbour, Lee? Um, basically, um, he just he went to, I think he went to like, Australia for a couple of weeks and... He said to us, like, oh, right, can you just, like, keep hold of the keys just in case of any... He didn't have any pets or anything like that. It was just in case of any emergencies or fire or anything. Um, but a couple of weeks beforehand, he, he just suddenly turned around and, and, like, knocked on the door with a bottle of red. Oh, wow. his friend's vineyard. And, I mean, I wasn't much of a wine drinker, but it was nice. So um, one day we was... Uh, I think it was probably quite late at night. We was having a drink and uh, we, we ran out and there was no shops open. So it was like, oh, we've got, we've got the keys to Collins. Like, let's just go... <laughs> next door and go and go and nab a bottle we went, we went in there and it was it was like he had a vineyard in his front room and there was loads <laughs> of them so <laughs> he didn't miss it at all so you helped yourself to your neighbor colin's wine collection like it was odd bins or something you just went and grabbed a bottle <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> did you replace it with something after you bought after you had it uh i don't think we did no i don't think we did at all plus i'd suggest if it had come from your friend's vineyards he, he would notice you can't just go and put in some kind of like pier door <laughs> yeah. and expect them not to yeah. notice <laughs> yeah it's got like rock up like a, like a bottle of a tesco's cheapy or something so you stood you still live next door to colin no, 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 no. He moved. He moved away years ago. And then, I mean, this is when we lived back in London. So, like, he moved away, be- like, probably about two, three years before. So, we do you did think he was so. ever suspicious? Like, I mean, you, you would have had, you know, interactions and stuff like that. Hi, Colin. How are you doing? He's been none the wiser that what you did. Well, I, I was a bit sheepish the first time I saw him. I must admit, but um, but no, he he never said anything to us. So, like, I think we got away with that one quite clean. This has just uh, dropped in. Seeing as you guys are looking after the breakfast show, is Richie planning on borrowing anything on an extended period from Dave Berry? Wow, I mean, Dave has given us the keys to the show for the week. He's essentially gone on holiday and said, can you feed me cats? No offence, Glenn and Emma. <laughs> well, <laughs> his bell's here. Is it? I mean, we could use that on I, I can t- I can tell you, Richie, that is the only thing we have. <laughs> <laughs> now, as I understand it, Dave will ding this if something funny happens, and then that is the title of the, the show podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can take that on home time. 
and hopefully one day it'll ring. This is, um, <laughs> this would be war. It's like the Elgin Marbles, this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Elgin different... Marbles. There you go. That's today's podcast. I've been listening to all the comments. I think it's all got a little bit negative. Let's try and switch things up and uh, get some stories of positive things that have uh, been done while you've been looking after someone's place. Jen, tell us what your mum did. Well, uh, my friend ran away for a, a weekend and my mum was uh, left to look after her three cats and her house. So... Uh, she went in, and my mum's quite nosy. <laughs> <laughs> she was really... She, I don't know what she was doing, but she was in the cupboards. Um, Sorry, she, she was in the cupboards? Uh, yeah, like the, the closet the closet thing by the door. Right. And, oh, that's uh, right then. <laughs> I think she was tidy, and I don't know. Yeah, right. And uh, she smelt gas, so she investigated and ended up, ended up calling the gas people to come over, and uh, they ended up condemning the boiler because it was had a pretty severe leak wow. uh, and my friend and her mum came home to yellow tape all across the hall <laughs> that was quite fun wow so yeah. it, it could have ended up like being quite dangerous for the family if your mum hadn't yeah. have had a good old nose around in their closet and found that smell pretty much i think they've just gotten used to the smell um <laughs> gosh <laughs> I don't so, think it would be too far to say that your mum has saved their life. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, what, what's your mum's first name? Let's give us some credit here on the uh, on the show this morning. It's Julie. Julie. Well, listen, if you are listening right now and you suspect your boiler might be getting to a certain age, uh, Julie is available for visits. <laughs> Have a little sniff around. <laughs> She's Corgi registered. She is Corgi registered. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I've got a bit of a Fox update for you. Uh, if you're a regular listener to the Home Time Show, uh, Richie and I have both... We've both got problems with animals mucking around in our mm. back gardens, haven't we? Uh, we've had a nightmare with foxes, nicking our shoes, weirdly dropping shoes on the floor that they've nicked off neighbours, and we've tried all sorts to try and stop them. But we've had joy accidentally this weekend. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier on on the show that uh, my s- sister-in-law, Hannah, and her fella Andy have uh, been down from Whitley Bay for the weekend with their dog Jack who's a Ridgeback Cross oh right yeah. uh, and since the dog's been there we've had no fox activity whatsoever because he, he lit, you know when dogs absolutely hair it out the door he must have sensed the fox mucking around out the back went out and barked at them and they all scarpered and they've not been back since now you see you and I have both bought these uh, radar things that set, set off like a little frequency that foxes don't like yep but I guess that is the tech equipment of a dog that's what <laughs> they do it is exactly so we, we're paying 20 quid there just get a dog this is another example both, and this is the other parallel with our lives we both want dogs don't we we do both want dogs yeah so, at least you know you work with someone who'd come over and look after your dog if you've gone away on a holiday no way you don't yourself to me washing up liquid we've already established that thanks very much the home time podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio. Hence wins the hometime show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometime will be back for more. Push and Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Panther music interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Home time. That's the. Uh... Sorry. Sorry about that. That was our, our producer, Adem, then. Just the... did some producing work. 
honestly, uh, yesterday when uh, we were doing the 10 hour indie disco, he was wearing a baseball cap and I couldn't see him. He was invisible. <laughs> I have to say, I'm stunned that he's still here after yesterday. I thought that just the two of you for 10 hours as you did your indie disco marathon, I didn't think he'd be still in existence well, today. I, I was I came in yesterday planning to wind him up more than ever before. I was really going to try and push his buttons, but it was so busy. I'd never I feel like I've missed an opportunity. I didn't have a chance to push him over the edge. Why don't you ask the boss to do another marathon? Could be. Uh, well, I'll take some breaks this time and, and really try and work him over. <laughs> yeah. Watch this space. I've got us trending. You watch what? I got us trending on Twitter. Number one. I don't think you got no. it trending. It's the people of the social media world who are thinking, yeah, I like Andy's, uh, you so, know, uh, yeah. I'm going to tweet about it. Guarantee half the tweets were absolutely radio. Listen, as well, right, one other thing, I forgot to mention this to you earlier on. When we were setting up to do this breakfast show this morning, um, we've got Mike 1, Mike 4 and Mike 2, and then the studio for Emma and Glenn. So Mike 1 was me, you're Mike 4 over there, Richie. Yeah. And I was like, who's Mike 2? And Adam said, oh, that's me, for him. I mean, you, you don't need that. Well, I think he's got his eyes on... my headphones, or I can't hear. I think he's got his eyes on doing some chatty bits this week. Watch out, folks. Why is my mic on? Why not... are you still talking? Yes. 